Everybody, this is the uh, third installment of what we're still calling Lowercase Podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, today, we have a special guest, Anthony from The American Weather. Yep. So we are super excited to have him hanging out with us today. This is the first time we've had anybody... Uh, on the podcast that doesn't live on the property. Well, actually, I don't live on the property, but my studio is here. <laughs> That's right. I'm not even related to you, and I live I, on the property. <laughs> I do live off property with my wife. Um, just okay. to clarify. Yeah. Uh, okay, that's enough of that. Anyways, let's talk about Anthony, because we've talked plenty about ourselves in the past two mm-hmm. uh, Too things. much. So, first off, you guys are the American weather. Yes. What do you do in the American weather? What What is your role? Um, my personal role in the American weather is I, uh, ultimately, I play guitar and I sing. Um, I also take up a lot of the administrative roles in the American weather as well. Okay. Uh, you know, handling a lot of, uh, you know, basic managerial things that any, you know, artists need. He's like like booking tour like yeah. tour shows and booking stuff. tour shows merch, uh, general merch. networking okay. um, I have somebody that does merch oh. um, but I do read over the books like okay. you know every every show and go after and make everything they're professional they have books and stuff yeah <laughs> it's like, hey Connie where's our money yeah, yeah <laughs> pretty awesome. much yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty much the same thing. I just, I just make them, you know, like whoever whoever's running merch. We've had a couple people do it in the past, but yeah. generally it's like there's a one specific notebook and mm. it's like the yep. American weather, merchandise, and everything, you know, is inventoried. Everything is stocked at, like on the way in, or yeah. inventoried on the way in, and yeah. inventoried on the way out. Um, we also like obviously use uh, like Square reading yeah. and stuff like that. So yeah, every, those know. are so accessible these yes. days. Oh, completely. And yeah. so it's just like the idea of being able to like it's not just cash sales. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's you know. So or, I mean, I know he has a list of questions, but just to follow up with that. Oh yeah, no worries. Are I mean, are you guys? I know when you're just starting out and you're trying to make as much you know a- any money at all. Like, mm-hmm. do you have a a substantial amount coming in or like enough to where? Because when I was touring, we'd make enough at each show with merch and with being paid for that show just to make it to the next show. Yeah, and that's actually like pretty much the way it goes, man. <laughs> yeah, and and you know at this point in time, you you are paying dues, and that's what you got to do. Yeah, um, we you know, feel grateful if we made enough money to make it to the next show on a <laughs> yeah. tour. That's, that's awesome. That's like, yeah, guys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, typically what, what's cool, you know, and what's so important about having a kickoff uh, in your hometown because you can tend mm-hmm. to make more money, sell more yeah. merch, people will donate, and, you know, typically more people come out. So that way, you know, you pretty much start your run with, like, the first three shows already yeah. good. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's you know, that's smart. Take take that take that from him. Do a little yeah. tip. Yeah. Yeah. Always do a kickoff. <laughs> there's there's nothing wrong with that. This is your main audience. Everywhere else you go. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You never touring, know. Touring isn't yeah. even like on our like it's in our dreams. It's not on our minds. Like what's on our mind is like playing the places you guys play downtown. Mm-hmm. Like I want to be like in. I'd say the span of like two months, I want to be like on the same tickets as you guys, like okay. you know, playing shows with you and Dog Year and what I mean, like what are the we places, are pancakes? What are the places you guys are playing? Uh, typically, like if we're you know if we're downtown, which is kind of like our home base. Yeah. Um, typically, that's like Bunkhouse, mm-hmm. uh, kind of my favorite actually. Yeah. Um, we also really love playing the Griffin. Uh, we've played Beauty Bar. We've played Triple B's. Okay. Um, you know, pretty much all of your, your standard kind of, uh, downtown bars. Yeah. Um, how, how has the responses, uh, been? Um, you know, it's one of those things where I, I could tell like when we first started playing downtown, which was a year and a half ago, it's when we first started and it was really, really interesting and almost a little overwhelming to, um, kind of notice that from the first one to now like just the avalanche that took place it's like not a it's, cool feeling like it is it's insane you're playing i mean when we when i first started playing in like 
2002, I think it was. Yeah. We were playing for one person, you know, maybe, maybe one person. Oh. And then by the time we got to the end of our run, when we broke up in 08, I mean, there was, there was a couple hundred kids there, and you're like, mm -hmm. what happened? You know, like you wake up almost and roll over, and you're like, what happened? You know, like, where, yeah. where, where all these people come from? It's, it's, it's really cool. Talking to your mic a bit more. Yeah. Um, I have yet to experience <laughs> this avalanche or kind of, you know, exponential growth. I'm always talking about it like, dude, it's just like 10 more people, and then that exponential growth. We're going to be at <laughs> Domino this effect, much. Yeah. <laughs> it does. It, it is one of those things, though, where it's like, it's it's really interesting to perceive it because, um, y you know, there's there's a lot of time during that this you know last year and a half where I had I had felt like ah oh, like we're doing terribly we're doing so <laughs> poor yeah. you know no, things just aren't working out yeah and, and and that's kind of when you when you sit there and you get in your own thoughts and your own like well here's where we should be as far as successes yeah. Um, and that's not necessarily a terrible place to go as far as uh, telling you, you know, hey, work harder. Like motivation. Yeah. yeah. But at the same time, it also um, has a way of, of not appreciating the growth that is happening. It's, yeah. it's generally not going to happen as quick as you want it to. But all of a sudden, you'll look back and be like, wait, wow, this all kind of happened. Like, yeah. what a trip. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And for us, like, you know, they come in tiny moments like... When I get a random message on Instagram, it's like, I've been listening to your song all day. And I'm like, that blows my mind. Well, I spent hours on this song and one person is what, listening to what it. Blows my, what blows my mind about you <laughs> is that before you guys even released a song, somebody was doing like a cover. I oh, was yeah. Like, I was like, how do you pull that off? Like, We had somebody, I, his name's Victor. Victor, if you're watching this, what's up? Um, but before we, released, before we released our new songs, he had posted a cover of the song that he pieced together like the first verse from the little clips we put on Instagram. Oh, that's, wow. And I was like... That's a cool feeling, That right? That was a very <laughs> cool feeling. I, at that moment, I told my wife, like, I kind of feel like a little bit like... <laughs> You've made I want to say we've made it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Right? No, that's awesome. <laughs> I kind of really made you beat us to the punch, man. <laughs> beat us to the punch. Like yes, yeah, up, Victor? Cover him, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's cool. And I also, you know, listening to you talk and... You know, I want to respect your other band members and stuff and their roles and what they do in the band. Mm -hmm. um, but have you ever, I think it's called the Pareto Principle or the Perudo Principle, which is basically that in any group or any context, 20% of the people do all of the work now or do most of the work. And 20 it, it, do 80%. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 20% do 80%. Yeah. It's, Got it's, me with the percentage. It's just, it's an 80-20 rule. And that's, yeah. that's kind of like... You, you can look at, uh, uh, you know, very vast things mm -hmm. like uh, wealth in America is 80-20%. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know what I mean? 20% mm -hmm. own 80% of all the money. Yeah. And, so and, so and the way I've heard it is... a very common principle that's used. In yeah. Is that like... Things. I think it's called the Perudo Principle. And correct me on that in the comments if you can. Um, yeah. I don't know either. But I, it's like in terms of success and like work put into it. Not that the other band members don't care about the band. Like, I met Jazz. I, d I don't know if I've met the other guy. Uh, Aaron did show up uh, the other night. Yeah, yeah. The other night. So he was sit the one sitting hanging out with yes, Jazz there yes, next yes, to us. Yes. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, so is it is it just like you're really passionate about it? So it's kind of always on your mind, and that's why, like, you've taken hold of, like, the Instagram pages, like, the, the social media and stuff like merch and whatnot? Um, well, I think it's one of those things where, you know, it was just kind of like a natural flow of how things went it, yeah. it was never like a sit down like all right guys i'm gonna i'm gonna do this and i'm gonna do this and i'm yeah. gonna do this and yeah. you guys are gonna do that it, it was just kind of like a natural flow of things as as time went on from when we first started the american weather and um sorry our basis is apparently practicing something else <laughs> ripping it up um but yeah in, in any case it, it just was kind of just like a natural flow of like how things started to to go and uh i feel like in in certain aspects like there's just things that like I'm more comfortable with doing yeah, yeah. um and you know believe me Kelso and Aaron uh, are are real kick ass they are yeah. great great bandmates yeah. I could never ask for any anybody better yeah and I would have um, loved to have them on if we had like the setup to have yeah, them on right? we already yeah. had to get this mic to yeah. <laughs> we could all just share today we could all just like <laughs> near kissing you're, you're, listen, you're listening to each other in the headphones yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I I just say that because like I know in our band, like there's roles that everybody takes on, but like somebody needs to like be grinding yeah. every day. I feel like mm -hmm. not that the other guys in our band don't care, but somebody needs 
needs to be working at it or at least keeping an eye on it. Yeah. Um, and I know like John with Take, I don't think Trent or Dan or anybody would disagree that like you've kind of taken it on like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to grind. With. I mean, those, those guys are in charge of writing the music. I'm in charge of everything else. <laughs> <laughs> and, and yeah, like I have the studio, so it, you know, kind of fell upon my shoulders to make sure like the recording gets done. And I might get like, you know, like the band and I talk about it. But I love like running the Instagram page and like making oh, those connection with scene, people. Man, like honestly. when people yeah. are commenting and like interacting with you about your music, it's like, no, I don't want anybody else doing this. Yeah, like I enjoy this role. <laughs> how, how? No, how did? How, I'm not as familiar. So you guys are a three piece. Yes. A three piece band. Mm -hmm. And how did you come up with the name? Um. All right. So. It's kind of a little bit of a long story. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. It also may not even be a true story. <laughs> Perfect. So, yeah, those are the best ones. Long-winded and, and probably false. Yeah. Um, uh, the story goes that, uh, you know, because Aaron, Kels, and I, we've all been friends for, for years and years and years. Okay. Uh, I think we met in, like, junior high school. Um, so, in any case, you know, during our, like, teenage years and stuff like that, we like to be, like, really experimental with uh, illicit substances. Okay. Um, and so one time we were out kind of like past like like near Red Rock, like out yeah. if you just take Charleston like all the way out there, you know? Yeah. And and um we were taking we actually found a way to, to get peyote. I um, I have not heard heard peyote? of this one. Well it's more of like an Indian kind of oh, thing. Okay. It is. It's a weird oh, okay. like it's a weird cactus thing. <laughs> <laughs> but like you drink it with you tea. out. Out uh, near and, Red Rock, and, and well, we trip and we trip, <laughs> and it's really fun. And so, yeah, we were all just out there tripping, and I think it was uh, Aaron just started kind of walking a little farther away from everybody. So we just started following him. You know, we didn't. None of us really wanted to get too far away from like our our spot where yeah. uh, like our vehicle was and stuff. But Aaron <laughs> just started going. We were like, all right, cool, let's go. So he just starts walking, and like we're like, dude, where are you going, man? And he just seemed like he really had like a like motive There's like he was, he was going somewhere and, and we're like all right i guess we're you know we're riding this wave too so we start going we start climbing up like some of like the the hills and stuff like over at, at the base and stuff like that and we he eventually just kind of stops and we all kind of look out and i i don't know necessarily what it was but you know like all like the 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 shrubs the the weird desert uh bull crap like plants and, and yeah. rocks and everything like that and we're all looking out there, and I was just like, man, it really looks like that says American weather. And in, in the landscape? Like, in the landscape. Not like, like, you, have a, you don't have a picture of this. Uh, no, you don't, you don't have phones on you when you're tripping. Oh, that's okay. okay. That's like, a, that's like <laughs> number one trip rule. Don't so, keep your phone on you. So the peyote from the land... <laughs> <laughs> yes, got you a band name. <laughs> yeah, basically, and we were like, "Wow, that's." And we all now, were like, "Wait, do we like?" I was tripping. I was like, "Do you guys see that too?" Am I like fucking? Do they see it? Yeah, they were yeah. like, "Yeah, no, like there's there's an M right there, there's an A over there, there's you know so on and so forth." And we were like, "Wow, that's so really cool." When so when you we mean started like the American weather, that's what half we true. That. You don't know if it was real because you were tripping at the time. Uh, you know, maybe. <laughs> was it like when Mufasa sees his dad in the it clouds? Was, it, was, know, like... it was better than that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so basically the band name has like no meaning other than you guys saw it? Like has it become it, something? It really has become something. I mean, once we actually talked about it later on in, in more sober mind states, when, when the American weather actually started like a year or so So after. you guys weren't in the band at this no. point. You just saw point, that yeah. and at it stuck point, with it you guys. At this point it was just a thing that stuck. Huh. And really? so when we had like... Uh, started talking about like you know when we actually started the band and um, originally it was just Aaron and I Kelso was living in Cedar City Utah at the time he had just moved there uh, he was doing college when actually that trip happened he was on vacation and was with he us. was doing college <laughs> he was he was doing college <laughs> so um, we we convinced Kelso to drop out of college and to come join our band <laughs> which I still, I love that <laughs> oh, man that's incredible. Um, Props to you, Kelso. Oh, he's the man. Yeah. Um, so is Kelso, am I, what, did he introduce himself as Jazz? Jazz. Okay. He introduced himself as Jazz. We all call him Kelso because that's his last name. All what, right. What does he do well, in the band? He plays bass. Okay. Yeah. He's he's a pretty chill dude. I, I like it. I, I didn't get to talk to him as much as you, but hopefully I can have both, both <laughs> you guys on. Yeah. That's, so then once you guys started basically. And, and we started talking about band names and stuff like that. Um, Aaron kept trying to get us to call ourselves Bong Slayer. 
And bong we were slayer. super against the, like Kelso and I was just like I, they were I not think gonna like, call ourselves bong I think slayer. like psychedelic like almost metal. Yeah, <laughs> I mean Slayer is already a band. So. Yeah, but the word bong <laughs> in there. Yeah. I think the American Weather. I when I heard the name, I almost thought like like a rusty looking barn. Oh, that's fair. Like that's what I thought. Like a, like that's a fair. rusty looking kind of barn, and it, it brought me to that place. And then when I listened to your music. I was like, you know, that like fits. Yeah. And awesome. so listening to your music, I think that I think the name fits well for I think the sound you guys the have. The first time he said, hey, we met these guys and they called the American Weather, I didn't know what to expect. He kind of described what you guys sounded mm-hmm. like. And if you haven't listened, go listen to them. Um, because yeah, yeah, yeah. it's, it's <laughs> it is, it is a cool sound. We'll, we'll get to it. But I didn't know what to think. So immediately I was like, I want to go listen to what they have going on. Because I don't know, like, you know, most band names, you could tell, like, yeah. you know, like Slayer, you like metal, you know, like yeah. Metallica metal, you know, like, you know, uh, it just, it, band name kind of gives away. But for you guys, it didn't. And uh, I, th- I found that kind of refreshing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like, and, and once we, uh, we kind of like had like a whole like list, kind of similar to what you have right there. Uh-huh. We had a whole like list. Um, <laughs> and it was just like, of, of names and we tried to like give them like star ratings to like narrow things down. We did the same thing, um, man. <laughs> and, and then uh, it basically got to like the like American weather was like the only one that like everyone actually agreed upon, yeah. kind of. Yeah. Until uh, it was Aaron who was just like, it has to have the in front of it. And we're like, really? Yeah, he's telling me that. Yeah, he's just like, no, it has to. And we're like, all right, the American weather. Cool, we're done with that. Yeah. There Let's you go. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's awesome, but, man. And, and yeah, we we've actually the, the name has gotten us a lot of attention in that in that uh-huh. way. It, it really does spark curiosity, or or even just I you know we we get compliments on the name. So what what has the name like? What what has the meaning evolved into? Um, I guess like overall, what it's really evolved into is just kind of this take on, um, like, American socio political climate mm-hmm. in a way that you know. A lot of our writings, um, even though like buried in metaphor, um, are really just kind of commentary on the social political landscape currently happening in this country, mm-hmm. which is insane. Yeah, I, I could get that from listening to your songs for about awesome. two seconds. Yeah, <laughs> awesome. um, and it's interesting because you know it's it's we we don't like like we're not necessarily. Uh, a punk band in the sense where we want to kind of like raise raise hell in yeah. in, in, in the sense of like oh you know the fuck the system type yeah. deal. Um, it, it's it's more so trying to actually like figure out how the 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 system and what's happening, uh, whether it be to other people uh, or or yourself or, or you know everyone involved, how that affects. Uh, how it affects you personally, okay. as opposed to how it is this just vast, vague generality. Yeah, I, I like I like that appealing to people more on the the personal level than like making these generalizations because everybody deals with generalizations yeah. these days. Everybody's it's, like, all these people, throw them out. They're like this, or group, group all group them together, yeah. group all them together. Yeah. It's like everybody's so kind of. I, I like their that, own. you know, approach to the individual. That's cool. Um, and I had another question. But we can we can move on because I like I like the next question. I was thinking about it all day. Okay, okay. you ready for yeah. this? Oh. All right. <laughs> it's, it's, it's I gotta I gotta I gotta read one. it right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if bands could bang, whose baby would you be? If bands could bang, ooh. Um. All right. And I, I know I know that like each song has a different flavor oh, and style. Yeah, that is really but weird about it's kind of just a fun exercise. Oh, like, I like it if a lot. bands could bang, whose baby would the American weather be? If bands could bang, um, Nirvana and the White Stripes. Dude, I like that. That's that's, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. <laughs> so I, I I I would say White Stripes when I was listening to you guys. Awesome. Somebody awesome. you know, but I. That's very cool. I also got a, a vibe like a, a kind of a dirtier Black Keys. I, I feel that. We've actually gotten that a couple times as well. Yeah. And, and I, I know, think we definitely pull from, from them a little bit. I know yeah. Austin, their, you know, his guitar player was walking in. I don't know if you ever heard of like Maylene and the Sons of Disaster. Uh, but if you, if you no. haven't, they're, like a, they're just a dirty southern rock like mixed with hardcore. And that's who he said dope. that you guys reminded of him of too. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool, man. Yeah. That is super rad. No, that's, that's – you answered that like – Within seconds. I was, was thinking about it. I had to go 
I had to go help my wife out. She got, she was kind of stuck in a pickle like right before this. And on my way over there, I, it took me like the whole 20 minute ride to figure out what Just I would say for lowercase committee. Well, what would, what would you say? I forget now. <laughs> oh, <dude. laughs> I think, okay, here's what I came up with. And the band would probably disagree with me. Um, <laughs> As most would. Uh, <laughs> it was uh, Kings of Leon and Phoenix. Oh, okay. Because I, I like... I kind of could see that, though. That's not, that's not outlandish. Yeah, because we, we all, like, when we started, we were all listening to Kings of Leon because mm-hmm. we had to convince my little brother, our bassist, to become the bassist. Yeah. And Austin was like, Brady, there's this guy in Kings of Leon. Like, he couldn't even <laughs> play, but he picked up the bass like he started playing. And I, I know sometimes bassists get crap because it's like, oh, they're just the reject, you know, players. But hey, when, somebody, when somebody... <laughs> le- no, when somebody <laughs> learns how to play the bass... Correctly. It's... Mm-hmm. It, it's one of the best things that could happen to a band because oh, that aspect in so many bands is underplayed, mm-hmm. you know, because so many times guitarists, I feel like reluctantly play the bass, yep. but if somebody owns the bass, I've never played with a better bassist than my little brother now. Yeah. Like awesome. he owned it and listen to your guys' music, like the, the bass lines in it, they don't sound watered down or like a guitarist reluctantly picked up a bass. I don't know <laughs> Kelso's story, but... Funny you mentioned. Um, <laughs> I'm going to make sure the camera's still running, but oh, yeah, continue that it. thought. Um, Kelso, uh, what is the opposite of reluctantly? Happily took up bass. Was he uh, playing bass? He was playing guitar previously. Okay. Uh, Aaron, Kelso, and I have all you know, performed in projects together and stuff like that since we, since we started playing music together at like 13. Um, and I was actually always the bassist. Okay. And uh, Kelso is, was always the guitarist. Aaron just sticks to hitting stuff. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> nothing's changed. <laughs> nothing's changed. Um, but I think it was around like 16, 17 that I just started like picking up guitar and messing around because we didn't really have any active projects going on. And as a bassist, I really wanted to write stuff too. I was, yeah. you know, being all, I had teenage angst, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I had to let it out. Girls and stuff, you know? <laughs> um, so I just picked up, like, an acoustic guitar or whatever, and I started playing that. And then I started, like, over the couple of years to be like, oh, man, I actually really like this. Really How old like were you on that? Probably, like, 16, 16 17, maybe. I, I love that because I teach music, and a lot of the kids I have come in are, like, 13, you know, 14 mm-hmm. years old. And I feel like sometimes they think I'm too old to be starting this. Or, like, even older than that. Like, you know, like, if I get somebody in who's 16, it's like, I'm too old to start playing an instrument. Mm -hmm. It's like, you don't know how many people, uh, like, where guitar has become such a crucial part of their life. And they picked it up when they were in their, you know, late teens Mm -hmm. or early 20s or, like, 30s, 40s, whatever. Like, if you pick it up and you enjoy it, it can make such a huge difference. Mm -hmm. So. I, I, I like that. Was there anything else you wanted to say? Oh, Sorry, uh, basically in. for me picking up guitar, uh, Kelsey and I actually had like had an acoustic, a little indie acoustic project for a little bit um, that we both played guitar in. And then when that kind of dissolved, Rising from the Ashes was, of that was uh, Aaron and I starting uh, the basis of the American Weather and convincing Kelso to come down and play. And he's just like, oh, but I don't necessarily know if I want to play guitar. You know, uh-huh. blah, blah, and it was just like, well, I mean, dude, you could just do bass. We could be a three-piece. Yeah. And he's just like, yeah, I'd rather do that. That's I would cool. much rather do that. And he had never really played bass before that. So, I mean, huh. homeboy moved back to Vegas, <laughs> you know, his original home and stuff like that. Yeah. Picked up an instrument that he didn't really, like, know yeah. how to play. And and since then, it's, it's just been really incredible because Aaron and I both just, like, look at that dude at rehearsal sometimes. We're just astonished. Yeah. We're just like... How did you learn to do this so quickly and not Props just play you, bass like a guitar, Props but like you, bass man. like a bass, you know? Yeah. So. Cool. So I think we've, I, you know, my next question was what inspired, I, I think we kind of, you know, you kind of gave us a rundown of why, you know, what American Weather plays, like the meaning kind of behind the lyrics. Mm-hmm. But for you, what was it? So was it just kind of those, I want to express myself feelings that got you into playing music in general? Like for you personally? I, I guess for me personally, like into playing music in general, um, see, that's actually really difficult. I, I, I know, like, when I first started playing music, like, with, with, you know, Aaron and Kelso and stuff like that, which was really me playing music, um, I honestly think it was just like a, eh, why not? You know, as, as yeah. dumb and underwhelming as that is, I really do think it was just being, like, 13 and bored and being yeah. like, yeah, why not, why not try that? Let's, yeah. you know, let's see how it goes. Um, and then... And ever since then, 
it's become pretty much the most important and biggest aspect of my entire life. It, it weirds me out to, to try to remember a time where um, I wasn't constantly thinking about uh, a project that I was in yeah. musically uh, every day, you yeah. know, or, or anything like that. Like, it's, uh, you know, it's a little bit of a drag in that sense. I'm like, man, every single day with this shit. I was but thinking about it every day for a long time, and I love it more than anything. Yeah, so coming to set up today on my, on my way back from helping out my wife, um, I was thinking it's kind of like, you know, like couples tell like their how they met story, like mm-hmm. their love story, because it's like that, you know, like like marriage relationships. It's like you meet and then you're together. So like with music, it's like you fall in love and then for the rest of your life, you're yep. like, yeah. you're you're with, <clears throat> you have that passion for better or for worse. Yeah, <laughs> better or for worse. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's cool. And John, I want to ask you for take. If uh, if bands could bang, whose baby would take be? Yeah, uh, you you prepped me for this. I did. So I was thinking about it for a while. I was too excited about the question. I I leaked it. You should have leaked it. Uh, But actually, (laughs) actually, you mentioned Bong Slayer, but (laughs) um, I would honestly, I was thinking about it. I was like, man, it would be like Rage Against the Machine and Slayer. That's (laughs) dope. I could definitely see the Rage. He like. I'm a big he, Rage Against the yeah. Machine fan. <laughs> he he loves that. I, I tried. I I, can I, I can't you know I can't sing music. or do much like they you know the their lead singer did, um, but we try to incorporate a lot of just stuff yeah. know, from their. And past. I've not listened to much Rage Against the Machine, but mixing their projects, oh, I'm man. like, that that sounds like uh, the most Somewhat, iconic sometimes. song is the one the for me is the one in uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Two. They have that Rage. Which one is in there? Have a, which song is it? I, I forget which it the go? name of it. Um, but there's a rage song in that game. <laughs> and, and then when John showed it to me, like later on, I was like, Hey, that's like this from my favorite Tony, video game. Yeah. <laughs> this is a Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2, man. That was yeah. the best. <laughs> Honestly though, no, like the Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, like the first couple, like those soundtracks kind of like melded like what I'm into as an adult. <laughs> they were those good are songs. It was they not only great music, songs. but it was actually awesome gameplay. Oh yeah. yeah. It was, it was like... just, so you played them a lot and then they like... <laughs> Tricked you. Now you're into cool music. Gotcha. <laughs> which which one was it? The one where you could become Spider Man. That was number two. Was it that number was two? The, yeah, the, that's, the that's codes, yeah. seriously the greatest. Cheap All right, codes. so we're, we're gonna have to wrap it up from Tony here, Hawk into something else important. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> I have a couple more questions. Oh yeah. And, and thanks again for being here. And I really want to have the other guys in. Like maybe we can do like an acoustic session with like, yeah. the whole band. I'd love to. You know, man. like record something in the studio. Yeah. I think that'd be really cool. Um, because I I'd like to meet all of them and I respect what you guys make. Thank you know, you. listening to your I was listening to your music before you came over as I was setting everything up. I really like the vibes you have going in. Uh, what is it called? Piano bench? Is that piano the bench? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Like the the flow of that song. Oh, I, I dig that one a lot. And then the intro to it. Oh I yes. Feel like a lot of a lot of heart went into that intro. It was it was really interesting at that point. It was uh, with that intro. It was myself and. Um, Moses, who I'm kind of gonna give producer credit cool. on that. Uh, in a lot of ways, he was kind of the first, um, in, you know, somebody dealing with audio and recording and producing yeah. and stuff like that. Um, that took an interest in working with us. And I mean, to be honest, like the album would not have come out at all if it wasn't for that guy. Mm-hmm. Um, long story short, there was, there is still technically, I own it. Um, uh, an album that was supposed to be released that is same songs but a different mix and master and everything huh. really? like that. Is um, this, so is this pre-record label then? This is still with record label. Okay. But huh. working with, uh, you know, af- after recording the first mix and master that we had received um, with what was supposed to be released, it was paid for, it was ready to go, um, last minute, I kind of got cold feet on it. I was like, I don't think I like this. I really, really, really don't think I like this. And Moses, uh, shout outs to him. Uh, Does he have day. anything we can plug? Is he make his uh, own Oh, yes. Uh, Moses, actually, he and um, his friend Keegan uh, are a part of this, uh, how do I say it? It's a duo, like kind of EDM DJ deal called Gypsy Danger. Uh, they're really, really rad. You should check Pacific them out. They're on SoundCloud. Pacific uh, Rim. I think they're... Yes, exactly. <laughs> Pacific Rim. Yeah. 
<clears throat> you like that movie too much. Joe. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. But, <laughs> but does that come from the? I don't know if it came from that, but I'm one of the sure. one of the robots yeah. is called Gypsy yeah. Danger. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> but <laughs> oh, way, EDM that works. Though. Yeah, it makes a yeah. really cool. really cool EDM. Yeah, uh, you know sound. No, they have the name. I mean, it's and, a cool name. So did you? Did you? Did he go and remix and remaster, yes. or did you guys record everything again? He, he actually went and remixed. Wow. Uh, pretty much the entire record, uh, just and super hastily, you know, but but really really well. So what you hear wow. is a remix that happened after I got cold feet on the original mix and master, crazy, and it was an insane. But the, yeah, that intro piano bench. Either way, it was me and uh, it was myself and Moses. Uh, sitting in his bedroom after just hours and hours of work doing other things, yeah. you know what I mean? Uh, piecing back together the entire record because we just had the stems and they were all unorganized. Yeah. Wow. Um, so we had to piece back literally like a jigsaw What puzzle. is that audio clip from? Oh, what is that audio? That's of such the a voice? Cool, yeah, that's such okay. a cool thing. I, lo- um, I love the, what's he say? We are not here with ulterior motives or something like not that. Not at all. Is that, what, what's that from? Um... So that's actually kind of a almost like a, a joke in between Aaron and Kelso and I. Um, we all when we used to smoke a lot of pot, we all used to watch the Twilight Zone all the time. Ah, uh, is that from the, a Twilight the original Zone like yeah, Twilight Zone. So Dude. that's from an your parents, of man. Zone. I love uh, Twilight Zone too. <laughs> every every Fourth like, uh, of July, Fourth of July, New Year's, yeah, New Year's Day, and even it's on twenty four hour cycle, twenty four hour marathon. <laughs> Amazing, man. I love that show. Well, so that's much. cool, dude. I so, I like that story. Um, yeah, so real quick, I mean, I don't want to do this real quick. I want you to explain in detail. What's the best and worst thing about playing shows? And like, feel like, use detail. Yeah, no, that's like So what's like maybe like the worst thing that happened at a show? And like one of the coolest things that happened at a a show? Um, I guess I'll start with the worst because that's probably End on a high note. Yeah, end on a high note, exactly. (laughs) Um... So I think, honestly, one of the worst things, and this is, you know, obviously my, my personal uh, issue or vendetta, if you will, um, and it plagued us for like our whole first year, not even just us, specifically me, for whatever dumb reason, it always really made me upset, um, technical difficulties, that is the worst uh, out of all things. I mean, you know, oh, you, don't, you didn't draw a lot of people, that's fine, yeah. you know, yeah. play for those four people like they're... You know, like they're 4,000, and, yeah. and you'll have a great time. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, as far as, like, uh, even if, like, you're kind of having a little bit of drama within the band and stuff like that, I mean, once you're playing music, you're fine. Yeah. And, and somehow that resolves a lot Show of any conflict on. that would be going on. But technical difficulties are embarrassing. Um, they totally, totally mess up your vibe and energy within the show. Yeah. You're very like, you know, you go up there, you're ready to do this. Doesn't matter anything else. You know, this is, this is what you waited, let's say the whole month for This is, this is what you, you know, honestly performing live is kind of the biggest, like greatest feeling, uh, in being in a band. Yeah. And yeah. so when you just end up plagued with things, just breaking things, even if they're within your control or out of your control, you feel like an idiot. Yeah. Um, it turns my guts thinking about it because we played, we played shows in our, under our previous name. Okay. Um, they were mainly like religious based, but mm-hmm. now we're, you know, we're branching out and we want to, you know, be playing the same places you guys are. Cool, cool. Um, I would, I have this box uh, that I call uh, the Crunch Mouth, and you see that wooden box back behind the guitar there? It's underneath. Yeah. yeah. So, and I've like labeled it and everything. Basically, it's one of those little tiny Fender like uh, belt amps that you can like hook on and like walk oh, around okay, and play. Okay. And I put a mic up against it, and I run my vocal mic through it, so I get this really crunchy oh, I vocal see sound. Doing. Yeah, okay. And I would forget to turn it on every time we went up on stage because it runs on batteries. Yep. And I would just start off the show like in no, the worst yeah. mood because <laughs> no I did vocal. it every time. <laughs> just like, wait, what, why can't I hear myself sing? Um, yeah, and I've had a lot of issues like that. Like I, I've uh, one of the most bothersome ones is uh, like through the pedal board. A uh, like you have a, a shorting patch cable oh, on your pedal man. board, yeah. And now you're just kind of screwed because you don't know which one it is. You have to, you have to, so you're just yeah. like jiggling, and like you're in the middle of a song, you're, and all of a sudden your guitar just cut out, and you're yeah. just like, uh, okay. And there's only three of us, so there's yeah. not really any room to, you know, if somebody <laughs> drops out, it, they dropped out. Like, oh yeah. There's no. You don't, you don't have a you don't have a rhythm guitar or anything, no, right? It's exactly. like you, there's no guitar. There's no guitar. There's no guitar. There's no guitar. <laughs> you gotta hit. And, you gotta hit the uh, the the distortion on the bass, <laughs> right? Something like that. I, I mean, it's, or just it's, unplugged from the pedal board and like 
and then run straight, straight through. But yeah. now you're over here like, yeah. oh, okay, which, and, you know, a lot of the time to, to avoid, uh, and I learned my lesson with some of the earlier shows, is like running any of my cables like, like into the pedal board, under the pedal board, and mm. then to wherever it goes, and then gaff tape to the floor. Yeah. Because <laughs> I've also uh, ruined an amplifier, a vintage Fender Twin, by knocking it over oh. with the cable. That sucks, man. Like, so like, like, like you pulled it out? Like pulled, you pulled, pulled the, like the... I tripped over the cable, and the uh, amp is on wheels, oh. super top heavy, and it <laughs> just topple. totally fell forward. Loudest sound I've ever heard in my oh. life. It was like... <laughs> during the set or before Yeah, during the, the set. No. It was like an explosion was happening. And keep in mind, this is right as I was getting into a solo for one of our old songs called Little Lovely Lady. Yeah. That's, that's how it works, though. Oh, it always yeah. does. Yeah. yeah, it's just, you know, that's it's musician's luck. And okay. so my guts are turning as we well, talk about this. Dude, no, I'm talking about my own stuff. <laughs> I got to mention one, one thing. Oh, it's, it. it's We were... We were getting ready to play, and we're on tour in Oregon, and there's just like a couple hundred guys, you know, mm-hmm. we're playing with like a, a larger band, we somehow got on the show, Ooh. and our, our guitar player plugs in, about to hit the first note, as soon as he turns his amp on, the head explodes. Yep. It just smokes out of everywhere. <laughs> so so we, have, we have 15 minutes to play, you know, mm-hmm. our songs are three minutes long, so we can play five, whatever. Yeah. So... He he's yelling into the microphone. Somebody let me borrow your amp. We don't have a backup amp. <laughs> yep. We we only have one guitar player on the tour. Nothing. You know. So yeah. one of the other bands was nice enough to bring an amp over. But for the rest of the tour, which was ten more dates, we had to borrow amps. Dude, it's, it was crazy. a total nightmare. Yep. You know. And he's he's super anal about what he plays through and his oh, settings. Oh, same. So. Same though. I Dan. get Dan. Dan. Yeah, I so. get so hardcore about <laughs> that. I'm like, I hate that I'm such a tone snob. I wish it didn't bother me. But, like, when things don't sound right, and this also has to do with just technical difficulties or just nonsense, like, if things don't sound right, it's really hard to not focus on that and to instead just focus on the performance and having a good time. Yeah. Yeah. So it's nice when the equipment does its job so you can forget about it. Yeah. Oh, whenever, and and it's really just, you know, you have to play a bunch of shows to, to notice where all the possible loose ends are. Yeah. And to tie them up before and get them and you all can, tied you up can, possible. You can start figuring out once you show up to a venue and like seeing their kind of set up like what you have oh, to do on your end because yep. you're like, okay, there's a, there's like zero PA. So, uh, um, okay. you know, like this just a little, little, yeah. So. This will be fun. Uh, <laughs> hey, Aaron, here's some brushes. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> Let's uh let's let's move on to the, the happier side of things. What's like <laughs> okay. kind of one of the best vibes or feelings you got at a show? Um, like if I there's think, any story you have. Um, Oh man, there's so many, and that's just because performing live in itself, in when things just go as they should, yeah, performing live is incredible. Yeah, and is the best. It mm-hmm. is. It is. Is just amazing. And so, um, I think in in saying that, some of the like highlights of just how amazing it can be, um, is uh, when you look out and people are singing. That is the coolest thing uh-huh. ever, uh, mm-hmm. especially being a band that pretty much only plays originals. Yeah. It's really, really rad for that to happen. That's just to like, know somebody listened to your songs yeah. enough and then is hyped enough about Driven, it to participate yeah. with you during the show. I, and yeah. I think it's just, I think crowd participation in any degree mm-hmm. is really what's so amazing. And it's, it's weird. It's one of those things that... Um, I've, I've, since day one, and this being like the first band I'm in where it's like, oh, I get to lead this, you know, I, I'm singing, I'm the lead singer, blah, blah, I have to talk to the crowd, I gotta do all this thing. It's, it's been so important to me to kind of look at, at entertainers, and I'll, I'll say entertainers at that point, because yeah. that's, you know, when you're really good at it, you yeah. are a straight up entertainer. <laughs> yeah. Um, and tried to figure out like how, you know, how does this crowd participation work? How do they, how do you get people this excited about something, especially something that they may have never heard about. Um, And, you know, in trying to do all of those things um, and and seeing them work or pay off or things that we have made, like like audience participation things that we have made standard at every one of our shows 
and seeing after a year and a half that like it's standard for everybody who goes to that's know cool. that's what's gonna happen. That's yeah. cool. And, and for the other people, like the people who are like are kind of new, are like, wait, what are they doing? Uh, okay, we're <laughs> clapping now. We're clapping now. Cool. You know, it's like oh, we'll see. You're cool. Uh, but yeah, it's like one of those things where it's like really, really cool to see crowd participation in, in any degree. Um, singing is the one where you're just yeah. like, yeah, like, it almost chokes you up. You're almost like, oh, awesome, guys, man. just thank you so much. Just, <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Um, and and as well as um. We've we've gotten one encore before, and that was that wow. was. I pretty much could have died. I could have died, man. I could have just. Like, that is yeah. really cool. And, and I want to encourage you know other bands out there, that are going to shows. And I I'm I'm just starting to kind of try to, get myself into, mm-hmm. just being a, partaker, of like the like the community this of the way to do it man. Uh, of musicians. Like I'm you know I'm out there. I'm trying to really support the people I'm listening to. Like, mm-hmm. so I've seen a few dog year shows and when I go, like I'll listen to dog year before I go. I, and I love their music, so it's not a chore. Yeah. Right? And I'm like, just like, I'm like, I want to sing along when I get there. <laughs> yeah. So when I get there, I hope it blesses them. I don't know, but I'm like up front. I, I don't care what my friends think, what anybody else thinks. I'm, I'm going crazy and I'm, I'm going to sing along and clap and, I have a great time. Yeah. And I know that being, having played on stage myself before, mm-hmm. that seeing somebody participating like that, almost, even even if it's one person, like for oh, me, yeah. like if you can, I was going to say, if you make yo, a connection with that one you, person. Bless you, my man, because seriously, even if like, we've had so many shows where it's just that one guy, and <laughs> yeah. that one guy makes the show. Yep. You're just like, yeah. dude, thank you. This is incredible. <laughs> like, and a lot of time they actually can even, you know, a domino effect. Because yeah. of that person, now other people are like, yo, this is really cool. Your crowd off of each yeah. other. Yeah. It's it, crazy. It really does. Okay. And maybe, maybe st- we'll just start going and standing up on, in front of his uh, No, dude, I'm sorry I couldn't yeah. come to your show on Tuesday. Like, oh, man. I got, uh, that it was, was on Tuesday, right? No, no. It was the last Tuesday? Didn't you play oh, it was, the doctor? It was, uh, it, was oh. when, it was a Wednesday. It was our last show at the Griffin, which I think was yeah. Like, yeah, the day like after I yeah. met you, I think. I don't know. Yeah, that was, no, that was a dog year show. My friend let me know. I think I was mixing it up. Um, Love you, dog ear. Yeah, I, yeah. I think we're gonna have Nick on next, or one of the next guests oh, is gonna be Nick oh, yeah. from. Dude. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. What's your last name, by the uh, way? His last name, I think you just pronounced uh, Waggy. Honestly, Waggy. What's your last name? My last name is Duarte Kranz. I have two last names. Duarte Kranz. Yes. Cool, bro. Uh, <laughs> Double up. Like, now all the stalkers are going to find him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can bleep names. it if you want. <laughs> no, no. I mean, maybe. It's like, I always feel more proper like... It's like, like Duarte. <laughs> <laughs> right. um, cool. So let's let's wrap it up with this. Um, tips for for the starting bands, like trying to get their, their foot their like foot in the door, trying to be a part of the community. Uh, and this is for everybody listening because I know... I want to like lowercase podcast and lowercase committee, the band to be almost like. I don't know. I I want to provide a place and, almost an atmosphere that's welcoming to like all the the un- underground bands, the bigger bands that mm-hmm. just haven't you know made those connections or whatever. Because like I look at you guys and I say, okay, you're like much farther down the road, uh, in a lot of cases than lowercase mm-hmm. committee is, and like I want, and uh, sorry, I'm kind of rambling here rambling. but uh social art what we went to on tuesday just to kind of oh the out. starving artist social club yeah like uh sean what he they're kind of doing like i i want to contribute to that like you yeah. want to contribute to that so you know everybody else who's listening that might be in a startup what what three tips could you give for them like if you could maybe all right if i narrow it down to three if i narrow three. it down to three um i'd say uh, first and foremost, and this is like really, really important, um, get good. Get good. Uh, <laughs> I like that. It's a little harsh, get but good. like get good. Get good. Um, practice way too much. Yeah. Uh, practice way too much. You know, write way too much, especially mm-hmm. in those early phases because you're not under pressure of having to release anything. Yeah. You know, but so, so write way too much and continuously do this. Set up. You know, make it an actual priority in the sense of okay, this many hours a week is devoted to this, mm-hmm. and it's really difficult with you know 
trying to work or have social life yeah. or, and like with you know, us, you so many wives and it's like, yeah, exactly. And it's know. really, really difficult to do that. But in doing so, if you, if you treat it like something, cause obviously you enjoy it, but yeah. if you treat it, uh, in the same sense of like something that you're putting up on a pedestal, something that's really important to just, to just play, you know, continuously mm-hmm. play, um, that pays off a lot. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, now let's say you know you've done a lot of that and and you're good. And, so you and, got good. Yeah, you got good, <laughs> which is awesome. You know, a lot of people don't make it that far. <laughs> I know. Um, I hope we're getting good. At the oh, I think you guys, I think you guys get good. Because you. you're close. You're very close. <laughs> you guys got good. You guys get good. Um, but no, it really is. Once once you've done that, um, be involved in your local music community, no matter where it is you are or how small that community may be. Yeah. Um, be really, really involved in it. Mm-hmm. Um, support, once again, you know, support artists within your local community. Um, but also, you know, be social. That's, it's really one of those, like, hard things. That doesn't necessarily have to be your entire band or anything like that. But yeah. if somebody who represents you guys is, is outgoing and social, yeah. um, it really, really helps to, to meet other individuals because obviously you guys have a very similar goal. Uh-huh. And it really is nice to talk to, meet, and um, network. Yeah. yeah, and I like that you know we have you coming in here, and we're like, we're working towards the same thing. And it's not this, you're my, you're my comp. It's not you're my competition. Yeah, no, it's, this, we're not selling. We're not both like, selling fur coats. Yeah, and, you know, like <laughs> the same fur coats. Yeah, like yeah, Th- that's that's good. So, so you got good. You. You building you the connections. You're building you connections. You're networking. Build connections. You, you are you are somewhat the part of the community. And then, what 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 would you t- put on top of that? Um, if you could, because those two tips I think encompass a lot. Don't be afraid to perform in front of anybody as much as you can. Yeah, that's a cool. good one. Yeah, that's a good one. Because playing play those playing those live shows, even if it's in front of no one mm-hmm. like I've done before it's it's awesome practice it is. treat treat each show like it's you're playing in front of a hundred thousand yeah. people mm-hmm. you know what I mean like go nuts no matter what and and don't be discouraged if there's no one there yeah, yeah. you know I mean when I first started playing we played like a couple bars and there was literally no one there yeah you know like I said you just keep pounding it and you build those connections you keep mm-hmm. practicing and mm-hmm. and you start just pushing your name out there yeah and uh, you'll start building some whatever awesome. band if it's, you're. It's if yeah. You're it's it's surprising how almost simple it is, but like not at the same time. Yeah. Because yeah. it's it's simple to to lay out, but it's hard to do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people, you know, end up stuck in in one of those steps or the other. And then my fourth, and this is kind of a bonus tip, is the last one you're getting for free. <laughs> um, <laughs> always be ridiculously polite. Yeah. Always be respectful. I was telling John when I met you, I was like, I was like, this guy is just really cool. Like, like we were talking, and Mm -hmm. you know, I think we even like had a, like I think you kind of disagree. You politely disagreed with kind of like a way I like run like the social media or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. On our page, Mm -hmm. but I was like, he like tell me he told me he didn't agree with me, but like he was super nice about it, and like (laughs) it's like you're not used to that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's like it was wow. Like that's, is, that's is, human that's, decency. That's, <laughs> yeah, it, it is. It, these day, this day and age, it's, it's not common. You know, you remember people because of the bad rather than the good. And that's mm-hmm. when he came and told me, he's like, man, this guy was super polite. And I was like, you don't hear that much. That's no, it, good and, for you, and man. That's, and that's how you just, you know, you have to be like that f- for everybody. Um, you know, picking up music and, and being in a public spot, <laughs> no matter how small or large, means that, like, you are out there to the public. Yeah. And yeah. if, you know, just... Like whoever Joe Schmo over here uh, says something, and I'm like, oh man, you know, go yourself. I hate you. Um, that that can reflect really poorly on on mm-hmm. me. And yeah, that goes that goes a long way in the wrong direction. It does, uh, and yeah. that's with especially anybody you work with. Uh-huh. Do not, do not, do not start any kind of fight with anybody that you work <laughs> with because you never know. Like, yeah, let's say, okay, this show booker, for example, and you're like, well, I'm never going to book with them anyway, so I can just go, you know, go tell them to fuck, like, yeah. F themselves. Um, you don't know how far their reach is. Yeah. yeah. Um, follow rules, be polite, and, you know, that's just normal common courtesy, <laughs> Yeah. but it's extra important uh, within this industry. Yeah. Dude, I like that bonus tip. So for, for anybody who is listening... Um, where can they find your music? 
Uh, you can find our music on Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes, pretty much anywhere where most like music can be streamed. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can also check out our personal website and stream our album called uh, it's at theamericanweather.com. Um, as well as if you wanted to be a real hip kid, you from that website can find a buy link and listen to our record on vinyl. Oh, and vinyl. that's really hip. Yeah, that, that is cool. Is that is hip. that is super cool. So it did. Did you? So we're on like Instagram, Facebook. Where yeah, like. Uh, oh yeah, and then as far as yeah, as far as all of our social media, if you wanted to like connect with us or see what we're up to or you know keep in contact, which. Like, I've, I kind of run most of that. So if you ever wanted to talk, if you ever wanted advice on literally anything, mm-hmm. I will make a point to message you back within any point in time, uh, or within, any, you know, 24 hours within any point in time, it doesn't matter. Um, that would be Instagram, at WeatherAmerican. That is also our Twitter handle, at WeatherAmerican. Uh, on Facebook, it is The American Weather. Uh, and if, like, you really want to, like, super privately chat for some reason or contact us for any kind of, like, booking or working stuff, that would be theamericanweather at gmail.com. Awesome. Very cool. Very cool. Um, I, I think we can wrap it up there. We're going to link everything in the bottom of the video if mm-hmm. you are watching on YouTube. Um, thank you so much for coming out, man. And thank I you am sorry, uh, Kelso and Aaron. Yes, yes. I'm sorry, guys, that we couldn't have you out. Miss um, you. Again, I would I would love to have all you guys out and maybe do like an acoustic session or mm-hmm. something. For sure. Yeah, man. Uh, to give you guys, you know, just something to, to share around. And what's so your next fun. show going on? Because you have a... Um, okay, so we actually just found out today, for, for sure, for sure, we're doing a one-off uh, in Los Angeles at the Viper Room. Uh-huh. That is going to be Viper. August 20th. Phone, where are you? Uh, hold on a second. Viper Room's pretty cool. Viper Dude, the Viper Room's rad, it, man. Yeah. Viper Room's rad. Cool. Uh, that would be August 25th. That's our one-off LA date. Okay. Uh, and then after that, uh, we will be at Life is Beautiful Festival here in Vegas. That is the... Like, I'm like, that's pretty sweet. <laughs> that's beautiful. <laughs> it's so beautiful. So beautiful. And that's what, just near and dear to us. Cause we what, what time, do you know what time you're playing that day? So people um, can get there early if they need to be? Or? I, I would say definitely get there early. Um, and I don't know if like I can't officially say, but it would be Friday. Okay. So, yeah. That's awesome. So if you're in Los Angeles, the Viper Room, and then for you Vegas folks, life is beautiful. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm sure I have a lot of friends who are going there, so hopefully they'll they'll check you guys out. It'll be so fun. All right. Well, uh, thanks, Aaron. Maybe he needs a guitar tech or something. Oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, I have other friends for that. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you guys very much for having me. I really appreciate it. Uh, You guys are very welcoming, and that's nice. Outro outro song. Oh, yeah. Outro. But first... I'm from Lowercase Committee. Yeah, this you is are. Lowercase Podcast. This is John from Take. Yep. Uh, uh, co-host. But guest co-host. Guest co-host. <laughs> for Lowercase Podcast. Um, thank you guys. See you next time.